Welcome, welcome, welcome to our podcast that is called Those Dudes. We are Those Dudes and your host. I am Ethan Ianuzzi. And I am Seth Henson. Welcome to our podcast. Seth and I are avid sports fans, and we both enjoy discussing historic sports topics that have been debated for years. Today, we are excited to discuss our topic that has become one of the biggest, and if not the biggest, sports controversy over the years, which is... Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. Who is the greatest basketball player of all time? That's right. And to begin, we both want to clarify that the goal of this podcast is to cover each and every angle of this debate uh, to its entirety. We want you, the listener, to start with an opinion if you know the game of basketball and see after this podcast where we can change it. Now, to begin, I want to make clear that uh, I believe LeBron James is the greatest basketball player to ever play, while Seth believes Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player to ever play the game. During this podcast, we will both provide evidence to back our claims and hopefully not only provide enough evidence to allow you, the listener, to pick a side, but additionally try and sway each other to change their opinion at the end. Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time, and I am here to provide evidence and prove why. All right, well, I guess we'll see. First off, I want to give, us, I want to give our definition of what the greatest of all time means to them. And Seth, I'll let you start. My envisionment of what GOAT, or greatest of all time, means is a variety of things. My main focus is their playoff and championship performance and how clutch they were to propel their team to win when it mattered most. But when they played, who they played against, all statistics, not just scoring, team impact, and the kind of person and their overall total impression of a person is important in determining who truly is the greatest of all time. My definition of the GOAT boils down to a couple of things. How dominant was, their, uh, was that player in the respective era in which they played, which we will break down? What is their accolades or certain accomplishments or milestones within their career? And what they meant to their teams and how valuable they were? Well, I'm excited to share with you why Michael Jordan outweighs LeBron in this debate. All right. Now, before we fully get into the debate, I want to start with the background of the two players we are discussing in this debate. Michael Jordan was born on February 17, 1963 in Brooklyn, New York. He grew up in Wilmington, North Carolina, where his competitive edge started from an early age. Jordan started playing basketball at an early age growing up to a national recruit out of high school. He committed to play at University of North Carolina, his hometown school, winning a national championship. He later was drafted third overall to the Chicago Bulls, where he would go on and have a prolific career in cementing his status as the greatest ever to ever play the game. Now, LeBron James was born on December 30th, 1984 in Akron, Ohio. LeBron James grew up, to, grew up in a not-so-good area where the only thing he could do was play basketball. Once he got to high school, James wrote records, won multiple state championships, and eventually was a nationally ranked player after his senior year. James was later drafted to the NBA out of high school as a number one consensus pick in 2003. Once LeBron entered the league, it has not been the same. LeBron James did not get the nickname The King for no reason, and today we will talk about why. All right, to begin, I want, I want to start with statistical evidence between the two players, and we will bounce from certain stats and categories as we go on. Sound good? Sounds good. Let's go. All right, now, LeBron James, The King, The Chosen One is in his 16th year in the NBA. His career averages are 27 points per game, which is fifth all-time, 7.4 rebounds per game, and 7.2 assists per game over that span. He's been to 15 All-Star games, won the MVP award, which is the most valuable player award in the league, four times. He's reached the NBA Finals nine times, including a stretch of eight years in a row, with only winning three titles. The King is 34 years old, giving him a good three to four more solid years in his career before the decline because of age. LeBron at this point in his career has played over a little, little more than 100 games than Jordan and has already surpassed him in total points, rebounds, assists, and blocks in his career. 
LeBron has a better field goal percentage and three-point percentage than Michael Jordan in the regular season and the playoffs. LeBron in the playoffs has surpassed Jordan in every statistical category already. LeBron James will end his career top three all-time in every statistical category that matters in the record books. Tell me why Michael Jordan is more dominant basketball player than LeBron James in his respective era. LeBron's statistical evidence is quite good, but not enough in my mind to pass Jordan. Michael Jordan averaged 30.1 points per year in his career, which is first all-time. He has more titles in a shorter amount of time. Jordan's assists, blocks, and rebounds fall short of LeBron's in both regular season playoffs, but Jordan does create more steals. LeBron also has played in 239 playoff games compared to Jordan's 179, and yet Jordan has more championships. Jordan has more MVPs, 5, compared to LeBron's 4. Jordan's dominance in both scoring and regular season playoffs is an important stat to fuel Jordan's side of the debate. Scoring is not the most, is not the most important stat, but in other areas, Jordan trails very closely to LeBron's numbers. Of course, LeBron will end his career with more points, more rebounds, more assists. LeBron never took, to play, never took a break to play in minor league baseball like Jordan did. Jordan will play... LeBron will play in five or more seasons than Jordan most likely, but it doesn't steer away from the fact that Jordan did in his time period was the most dominant career in the NBA. I really want to get into the finals record because that seems to be the deciding factor for most analysts and sports fans in this debate. Jordan was undefeated in six trips on the grand stage, while LeBron was three and six in nine trips. Yes, you're right. Jordan is undefeated when he has made the trip to the biggest stage in the NBA. For those who do not know, the NBA Finals is basically the championship. It's the final two teams left as they play a best-of-seven game series to decide who is the champion that year. It is the grand stage of basketball, the biggest event of the year, and Michael Jordan has been and played in the biggest stage six times and has never lost, while LeBron, on the other hand, has a losing record. Okay, and this is when I want to bring up the difference in eras in the competition in which they played. The fact is, athletes are bigger, stronger, faster now due to the advancements of technology than they were when Michael Jordan played. Michael Jordan never had to play against the Golden State Warriors, which can be, which can be considered one of the greatest dynasties to ever play in the NBA. LeBron James took a Cleveland Cavaliers team to face this Warriors dynasty in the NBA Finals in 2016 and overcame a 3-1 to deficit in the, for the first time in the history of the Finals. Again, I don't like to compare errors, but in my opinion, Jordan's team could never have beaten that Warriors team that finished the regular season with a 73-9 record. That is the best regular season record in NBA history. LeBron took down this team to capture Cleveland's first championship for its city in over 50 years. LeBron may have had more difficult competition, but Jordan has also played against extremely good teams, including the Phoenix Suns with Charles Barkley and Kevin Johnson, the Trailblazers with Clyde Drexler, the Supersonics with Gary Payton and Sean Kemp, and the Orlando Magic with Shaq and Penny Hardaway. All of these players are currently in the Hall of Fame. Jordan had plenty of worthy competition and still proved his dominance against them by going through the finals three years in a row, two different times. If Jordan didn't take a two-year break to play minor league baseball, the odds were in his favor to possibly win the NBA Finals eight years in a row, which has never been done and most likely will never be done in NBA history. LeBron James took a no-name Cleveland team in 2007, his third season, to the NBA Finals through a tough Eastern Conference to ultimately lose to an overmatched San Antonio Spurs team. When LeBron left Cleveland to join the Miami Heat in free agency in 2010, the, the Cavaliers went from a playoff team that won 61 games in the regular season to a team that only won 19 games. They went from a contender to win the NBA Finals to a team that finished with the worst record in the NBA just after the loss of LeBron James. 
Do you want to know the record of the Chicago Bulls the year after Michael Jordan left to take a break to play baseball? Go ahead. Michael Jordan's Bulls team went from 55 wins with Jordan to a slight difference of 47 wins the next year without him. LeBron James is the most valuable player of all time and in essence stimulates to the fact that he's the greatest basketball player to ever walk this earth. Still, Jordan's Bulls didn't win any championships without him, and as soon as he quit playing baseball in his short retirement in 1994 and part of 1995, as soon as he came back to play a full year, he demolished other teams and went on to win three more championships in a row. The Bulls didn't win any championships during his absence and went on to win three more titles as soon as he returned. That's something that only the greatest NBA player can do. Fair enough. Now, to continue our debate, I want to dive into the controversy of the definition of the GOAT. Some people argue that the greatest of all time have the most or best accomplishments throughout their career, and I think we both can agree that there are several names that are, that are ahead Jordan and LeBron on that list. You are right. There, are, there have been many players throughout their years who have accomplished a great amount of accolades during their player career. Bill Russell from the Boston Celtics won 11 championships in his career, almost double than Michael Jordan. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar won six championships and broke almost every scoring record in the book and still continues to hold some of those records to this day. Magic Johnson won five championships with the Lakers in a shorter amount of time than Jordan. Kobe Bryant is considered possibly be the third man out in this debate who is the greatest basketball player of all time. I find this interesting that many of these names get left out when the GOAT debate is brought up and that Jordan and LeBron are always the two that are the ones being left up for this debate. I think that the image or the overall branding of these two players play a big role in why they are the two top names in this debate. LeBron James is the biggest sports figure in, in the country without debate. From the moment he became recognized in high school to now, LeBron has taken over the media. From one social media account to the next, LeBron is always being talked about. For example, my dad and I watch a professional sports talk show and we always guess how long it will take before LeBron's name is mentioned. Everyone knows who LeBron James is, even if they don't know the game of basketball. They still know the name. I think besides his accomplishments on the court, his image off the court has allowed him to be taken to the top of the sports world. I do agree with you about both these players' images. During both of their careers, they are both perceived as almost gods compared to their competition. But not only is their image propelling them to the top of people's list of all time, but also their brands. Michael Jordan has his brand, Air Jordan, which is partnered with Nike, has taken the country by storm ever since he signed the deal back in his college days. Throughout his NBA career and after he retired, Jordan has continuously built his brand to one of the biggest in the country. Even after he hung up his laces in 2003, Jordan's brand has dominated the basketball shoe market with a 65% share last year in the U.S. and generated $3.1 billion in 2017. Michael Jordan's net worth, including his brand, has jumped to $1.65 billion alone. Each time someone buys a pair of Air Jordan shoes, they are reminded of who he was as a player, his in essence, growing his brand and his image every day, even after retiring almost 16 years ago. Both players arguably have had a greater impact off the court than any other athletes in American sports history, and they both deserve the credit they are receiving. Ultimately, in my opinion, though, watching LeBron James as I've grown up, I have not seen a better basketball player, a better role model, and a more influential person in my lifetime than him. Michael Jordan is and will always be the greatest basketball player to ever step on the court. His demeanor, attitude, and competitiveness prove how relentless of a player he actually was. Jordan was never a loser as he proved with his undefeated finals record. 
He created a brand to complement his image and ultimately grew into a billion-dollar company. Michael Jordan is a generational player, and I wish I could have been alive to watch him play in person. The problem with this debate is there will never be a true answer for as long as we live. Sports analysis and talk show hosts break this great debate down every single day to see if they can convince the listener that one player is better than the other. The truth is, every single person in the sports world has their own opinion. Even if LeBron continues to strive and gain accolades over the rest of his career and break records, there will still be strong points from each side of the controversy. All in all, LeBron James and Michael Jordan are extraordinary athletes, and we should feel lucky enough to have been able to watch them in our lifetime. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you all enjoyed and learned something today from the two of us just sitting here and talking about this great sports debate. We hope you will continue to follow our podcast in the future as we plan to cover more sports topics and debates for those who are interested. We are Those Dudes, and we are signing off.